with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast at the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. Welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Scheming. Scheming. Lots of scheming. Uh, we talked Active to Tarvel, listening. And we talked with Coldor on the subject of busting Aaron out of the Dreadhold since Randy seems to have decided to make us all sad by not initiating a gang coup using his ancestry. Yes. So not me, Milo. That is not a job Milo wants. But who knows if this all goes south. Yeah. He may not um, be the mafia boss we want, but he might be the mafia boss we deserve. Yeah, Coldor just left you all in the Soaring Spirits, and we'll pick up there. Well, since you bring up the idea of him like lurking around, we should probably go somewhere else right i've actually got some place i need to swing by savia's for a minute oh. that's i suppose you guys are welcome to come with me i just want to chat with someone okay sure yeah might as well yeah surprise eric this is what i wanted to do last time but we ended up going straight to the meeting it would it 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 only makes sense to hob that the kind of people that hang out at Savia's are the kind of people that vigo spends time with also and there's got to okay. be some there that he can trust to put an ear to the ground about what Vigo's planning or doing now that he's out. Okay. And so he'd like to go to his place of work and talk to someone sympathetic, be it a bartender or a patron that likes him. We've established that he has those people there. We just don't yeah. spend a lot of time with them. So Totally. So um, make somebody so, up. Give me a person. Uh, who's that person, Jeff? No, you. No, you. I just said that. Okay. This guy's name is Harlan Beef. And... <laughs> no, I don't... B-O-E-F. Yeah. No, uh, no. Leboeuf. Yeah, Leboeuf. Harlan Leboeuf. No, we've done the bartender before. We've established in the past that the bartender listens. And so I think that it would just be that person again, honestly. Because I'm not asking if they know anything. I'm asking for them to be listening for anything. Or, I mean, if they happen to know something, great. But it would be a patron if it was like, hey, have you heard anything? But I'm. Yeah. So I just want to swing by. And we definitely haven't named this person. So if anybody has a good one, I'm bad at it. I'm good at it, but not like you guys like it to be. Um, Harlan. Harlan's great. He pops in. La- goes, last name? LeBeouf. Harlan LeBeouf. There it is. Okay. All right. So he just goes in. What do they look like, Jeff? Paint me a word picture. Okay. Harlan is a half elf. Harlan is short for a half elf. Harlan is about 5'3". They built a a walkway like of apple boxes behind the bar for him to be able to effectively tend a bar in fact okay flamboyantly dressed shaved head double the eyebrow ring that's harlan LaBeouf. okay how old is he is he young middle oh he's old? no he's he's old as it gets he <laughs> so we're okay. for you eric yeah 
All right. So Harlan sees you all walk in and mm. looks up and is like, hey, Hob, what's going on? Hey, so look, Harlan, I'm sorry, but I've got a favor to ask. Sure. Uh, Vigo Boromar has been released from prison. Okay. If you remember, Vigo hasn't liked me since the first time I had to kick him out of here. Yeah. And now he has further reason to dislike all of us. You know and I know that his boys still come around here occasionally. And I was just wondering if you hear any of them talking about something they're planning on any of the four of us, you let me know. Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep an eye out and keep my ear to the ground. Great. And since I live here, I'll see you around. Yep. <laughs> That's all. I, I just, I wanted to put that yeah. bug in your ear. I think Hob will drop a gold on the bar to say thank you. Appreciate and, it. Right, sure. Sure, I can get you all a drink? He looks down the bar. You guys want a drink? We can chat here. Like, if it's a relatively quiet time, we can talk here. He says it in his character voice. Sure. Like, I don't have room in my room for all of us comfortably, but we can grab a table. We never hang out here because I don't like for us to. But we're here, so... Works for me. If we're staying in that case, I'll have an ale, please. All right. Your best, your best on tap. Sounds good, bud. This is like a kind of a rough place, right? Oh, no, okay. it's a very high end. Never mind. Establishment. <laughs> yeah, we're underdressed. Um, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's but it's it's slow. I'll just have a glass of wine, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Get some wine. Red yes, or white? Thank you. Great. Looks at Eris. No, I'm I'm okay. Okay. And he taps the bar in front of Hob. Water. Yeah, man. Okay. Appreciate it. And then, yeah, I suppose we can continue our conversation. I mean, here's the thing. Harlan, like, listens to everybody, but he also keeps his mouth shut. Hey, Harlan, did anybody give you a gold to keep tabs on us? What are you talking about? There you go. He's good. I. Okay. Well, I was just thinking, if we move Erin, then we can't communicate with her. Um, mm-hmm. But also... I was curious about how how the how she and Tarvel managed to make a hole in the security system because I mean surely the place is built so that you can't just teleport in and out because otherwise you know it would happen. I mean I know not everyone can do that, but still it seems the sort of thing that House Kondarik would would design a prison not to be allowed. So there's a hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, I mean even if it's a very small hole. Would there be anything that prevented us from transporting some living thing that was very small through the hole in the security system mm-hmm. in one of those little canisters? I mean, I don't know a lot about, like, interdimensional travel, but I've heard stories about the babies that crawl into the bags of holding, and I don't want to do that to somebody. You know, the wife's yeah, I mean, anecdotal. That's why, you know, obviously we need to find out how they did it. Because, I mean, well, but I mean, tra- teleportation is not inherently dangerous. I've teleported all of us. At That's certainly points. true. We've teleported things. So, I mean, and I built those little teleport teleporters off the same, off the rack of canister, of extra canisters that we stole. Oh, we could go talk to that cool tiefling again. Ooh. She was rad. That's who we took the canisters from, right? 
You never talked to her. You used resources to Stole make her that night. Yeah. Right. But you but, never directed But she was her. the one who she was the one who made those things, right? Yes. Am I remembering yes. that correctly? Okay. Yeah. I always find it interesting when Eris is excited to talk to a stranger. And um, Jeff, Hob probably would be familiar with the legend of the Bagman, which is an actual during D and D urban legend. Like an a, in fiction urban legend. The Bagman is an adventurer who tried to escape doom by abandoning his party and climbing into a bag of holding and got lost in the extra dimensional space and the magical energy turned him into like this broken mad monster and every night the bag man slips out of a random bag of holding and drags somebody back in with him and leaves behind a trinket of theirs that is stellar yeah yeah didn't you know why i didn't carry a bag of holding no i've never heard it would be super useful and elementary for me to have carried to made one a while ago, but you know, I don't carry one because, jeez. And you all tell children this story. Yeah, <clears throat> it's useful to know. To know, these are the facts we must know. Says Eris, the Bagman. Oh, but yeah. does he exist, or is it just a legend? No, he wronged Tasha. Huh? Yes, what? He wronged Tasha, and that's how he ended up that way. Not, uh, not, not, not our Tasha. No. <laughs> I'm just saying Obviously. Anyway. Right. To 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 what end do we send a tiny living creature to Aaron? Well, it's possible to turn someone into a tiny living creature. Of course. So if we could figure out that we could say put a mouse in one of those canisters and send it safely through to Aaron, then could we or surely if the Dark Lanterns have a pool of changelings who were just up for going to prison, it seems like something that they would have a resource of someone who can turn people into, say, a mouse. Mm -hmm. And so that person turns into a mouse. We send them through. They turn Aaron into a mouse. Right. And we have to leave. We've got to. Much like the Bagman, we all know the urban legend of Indiana Jones. We've got to leave something there. We can't just... Send a, say, pill that turns her into a mouse. I'm not entirely certain that we do. It's probably like the most convenient thing for the Dark Lanterns and House Kondorik, but I'm not. They've been making my life inconvenient for years. I'm saying we're also probably capable of finding someone who can transform someone else into a mouse. Right. Because we know a lot of people. Even if they're all kind of not super powerful, we still know a lot of people. Do we know a lot of people willing to work with us right now? Fewer than we've had. Who, well, sure. I mean, I've got friends in the tyrants. Um, right. The big you know, thing. Haven't co- that haven't come up since like the third session, but they're there. We can get uh, Dorgath in on this. Everybody helps him. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dorgath is, is super helpful. Everybody loves helping that guy. The um, big beneficial yeah. thing that Coldor laid out in terms of leaving someone behind is it it provides a bow. There's not going to be any additional investigation or trying to get right. Aaron back mm-hmm. in Dreadhold if there's an explanation as to what happened. So Okay. I mean, here's if we're just dreaming, right? If we're just dreaming. If we had access to a person who could transform someone into a mouse and themselves, then we get a canister. We kidnap Vigo. Again, we turn Vigo into a mouse and put him and our friend, who's a mouse, into the canister and send two mice through. Then our friend, who's a mouse, transforms Erin into a mouse and brings her back and leaves Vigo there. And then we arrange to get Vigo transferred to the Stone Ward. 
So at that point, Vigo is actually in prison for the crime that sent Aaron to that prison. Correct. That feels unbelievably victimless. Yeah, you know, it's just, a, I mean, it's not necessarily the victims the of the initial option. crime that was committed. Those guys are still dead. But Nothing I can do about them, a, man. That's a different crime. That's a different crime. This, <laughs> Nothing this I can crime, do about those guys. I'm, uh, I'm learning to accept the things I can change and not change the stuff I accepted. I don't remember it all. That adds a significant complication of kidnapping Vigo. Yes. Which is not small. Right, but we got Harlan on the case on that one, don't we, Harlan? Don't know what you're talking about. Fair enough. See, I told you I wasn't listening. Unless this is all a clever ruse, Harlan. Sorry, what? If there was possible to design, if it was possible to design an item that would turn Aaron into a, or just shrink her really small. Oh, that sounds fun. Because that would be because then anyone, anyone what? Anyone could go through. We wouldn't have to find like a specialist if we could design an item who could just shrink someone really small. Well, that's what I was saying about the mouse thing too. Right. Potion of polymorph. Yeah. No, that would be. Yeah, that would be good too. Gotta make sure it's the right one. If we give her some sort of bear polymorph, that's not getting through the hole. Yeah, there's a problem. Yeah. Well, and uh, there's some problems, potentially. Because sometimes sometimes some forms of transformation also make your brain transform. Oh, right. Like, become a mouse. If we just turn her into a mouse, she's not going to know to get in the canister. And if she's alone when we turn her into a mouse, nothing can put the canister back through the hole. What if non-canister-based travel is safe, and we just need her to run through the hole? Sure, that would be great. Because then we could bait it with some peanut butter, and once she's a mouse, she just goes. Yeah, I, I, we need to know the nature of the hole. Uh, we need to know the nature of the hole, of the, the breach in the security. That's what right. we need. We need to right. know exactly what that is, so that we know what we're working with, and whether we can transport someone in and out without now, us having to actually go there. Which means and, we need to speak with Tarvel about it. Correct. And, yes. and whether we can tie it all up in a bow. And I think maybe we like to share sometimes as a as a group. Perhaps we don't tell Tarvel we've got the Black Lanterns, Dark Lanterns working on this with us. Is that yeah, that seems fair? like something he might not like to know. Let's all keep that one under our chest, under our chest, under the vest, yeah. into the distance. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. All right. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm okay with this. I don't know if I'm okay with this, but I'm. Willin. Should we also mention to him the possibility of a shapeshifter? Doesn't have to. We don't have to yeah. mention the Dark Lantern aspect of it, of course. But well, yeah, that's what that wasn't a Dark Lantern idea. That one's mine. I'm not giving credit to them. And I suppose we don't tell Tarvel we're thinking about putting Vigo in there. No, no. I mean, I mean, he might not mind that. He I might mean, not, but he uh, might tell Aaron, and Aaron, you know, how she's been doing. Yeah, the whole thing. we could just not. We could just not bring that up for the moment. Yep. I mean, Coldor's idea. Oh should bollocks! We, yeah, should we bring up that idea, uh, but not but not mention Coldor? Let's start with getting the information we need. Yeah, but that's a great point, though. I, I yeah, <sighs> yeah. I think the less we can volunteer to Tarvel right now, but still in, in, assure him we're making headway, is probably the best. Yeah, we've got an idea. We need this information. Here's the gist of our idea. Well, because I mean, we don't need to be frank. We don't need Tarvel for Coldor's idea. Because Coldor will get Aaron transferred. Right. That's very true. It's just a matter of, we just need the Darklanders to give us transport to the Dreadhold. Right. If we're using Coldor's idea, all we need to do is tell Tarvel not to freak out when he loses contact. Yes. And hope that he's able to not do that. Sure. And I mean, even if he freaks out, he can't do anything about it. Solid. So we hope he doesn't freak out because, you know, we all kind of like him, but... 
if he does freak out, it won't hinder our plan. Well, just we should just tell him that if if our plan works, he will lose contact with her, and that means things are in the process of happening. Sure, put an optimistic spin on it. Yes. All right, let's go touch. Uh, thanks, Harlan. And I drop. You know what? I drop another gold on the table as a tip. Thanks, bud. Harley probably makes so much in tips at this high-end thing, and I'm like, here's a gold. You know what I do. Bye-bye. So you calling Tarvel, Milo? I, you know what? Yes, but before I do, he shows the coin to Eris and says, look, I can use this to contact Tarvel. You were there when he explained it. Do you think this is something you could possibly come up with as, as well? Eris just reaches up to where the little sending stone is pinned on her jacket, like this thing I talk to you on every day. Yes, but a, a one-use coin that oh, uses I mean, the, the thoughts. You mean could I make one that's worse? Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I see. I, I see the benefits of both both versions. Why you still got you got to talk? It just goes into his head instead of yeah. Okay, sure. That might be useful or handy. Anyway, Milo takes the coin, touches it, Tarvel. Milo here, meeting at the same place in... An hour. An hour. I'm never going to get to eat. See you there. And as the final word there is in your mind, the coin in your hand turns into seawater as it just drips. Oh, see, and it makes a mess when it's done? Come on. Well, never mind about that idea I had. <laughs> I, for I, for I forgot about that part of it. I'll just make him ascending. I'll just make him one of my stones when we're all done. That would work. Better because it won't disappear. Right. Like I said. Okay, so we go right. to the warehouse. To the meeting. Uh, yeah, another meeting. We got an hour, Hob, if you want to stop and pick up something to eat. I stop by Hob. a food truck. You want to get something on the way for sure. Yeah. <laughs> just grabs a chicken. Get you a wrap. There you go. Savius, just where it's Savius. Can't you a, just grab something? What was it? They don't have to go food. The Galanda Hall? Galanda to go? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Golden yeah. Dragon or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go through the through the drive through. Okay, so you arrive back at the warehouse, walk through Tarvel standing there. Yeah, what do you what do you got? Well, I'll let um, Eris, let her relay her thoughts and our thoughts to you. Okay, basically this: I need to know how it works, how you made a hole in the Dreadhold security, and. Could you send something that was alive, very small, through by the same way? Side note, I may have stolen a bunch of extra canisters when we went and stole those for you and made small personal teleportation devices out of them. So I know how to teleport a living thing. But what's the nature of the gap in the security system? Hmm. Well, that's a lot. So I didn't design the thing, so I don't have a strong base of knowledge for how Erin did what she did, but I know that it basically she was able to create a a pocket dimension in the wall of her cell oh. that resides outside of the dreadhold. And that's oh, how you're she supposed to put around the warning. You're not supposed to put people in pocket dimensions, I think. Typically no. Yeah. Typically, though. Okay, sorry. But the teleportation circle resides in that pocket dimension, and then she reaches in and pulls out whatever I send or sets in there anything that she wants to send. So we've never tried. I mean, from a spatial standpoint, she couldn't crawl into it and go, it's not big enough. It's pretty right. small. 
we've never tried sending a living animal or other creature through it. So, so if we got a mouse that you didn't like, then yeah, we could try. Then she might just have a dead mouse. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure they have systems to handle that at the Dreadhold. I mean, we've sent we've sent organic material through, and it's been fine. Like, we've sent food and things like that, so it's not like something might get jumbled. It's just a question okay. of whether or not it would survive the trip. Okay. Well, unless there's a... I mean, I, unless there's a check I can make to know with confidence. Uh, Knowledge adventuring, I take that. Okay. Okay. I'll have a little bit of that. What's the difficulty? It would normally... Something like this would be three purple. I'm going to flip a story point and make it one red, two purple. Okay. I'm going to take some strain. And you can have a boost die because of Eris's experience with the teleportation stuff. Okay. Adventuring with a boost. And I'm upgrading with a strain. Just checking whether I've got any other. Okay. Yeah. I think that's... You know what? I'm going to spend a story point... And then I will take it back immediately as a human to get myself an upgrade. Okay. And here we go. What? Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, okay. Well, I got two failure and six advantage. Yay. Six advantage. That's what I've got. So six the question was, advantage. can you send a living creature through and it survive? Right. That piece of information you do not Can't know. know. However, I got six, six advantage. advantage to know a lot of other stuff. A lot of other stuff, none of which will be useful. Like I, I'm, I'm open to suggestions here. I got nothing because that's literally the only thing I needed to find out from this check, and it's the only thing I can't know. You want to use them on a boost for Raynor to heal one of your criticals? I don't know, man. We Shoot. Use them on the boost for the mouse's constitution check when we run one into the pocket dimension. See what happens. I mean, that is my only other idea on how to figure this out: is to I, try and send something living through. I think it's what we're going to do. Yep, I think that's where we are. And Arthur better come clean if he's a if he's a animagus because he's. A, I'm kidding, Reynard. We wouldn't do that to Arthur. Yeah, I don't know what to use as a six advantage for. And we can't pocket them. Uh, Arthur, so... Arthur catches a live mouse and brings him to us. You want to spend six advantage on that? Sure. <laughs> no, we can yeah, buy a mouse. <laughs> yeah, this is a hard thing to acquire. Um, okay, let's see. Jeez. Okay. We need to think outside of this. We need to think of next steps, how we can benefit ourselves. I know you guys already knew that, but I'm dumb and had to say it all out. What? What else? Okay, so for some of the advantage... You can't grind that thing against my desk leg. For some of the advantage, what's the problem with a living, a living creature going into a pocket dimension usually? Is it just a problem of air? Hmm. Yes. And so it's a problem of air and also without a lifeline to know where to, it's easy to get lost as well. Like if you just mm. dive in without any kind of lifeline. So you send a mouse through, it appears in the teleportation circle. Aaron doesn't open the latch quickly. Back? It'll take okay. off running in a direction kind of thing. But doesn't the mouse go through in a little container? Like don't we have little like bank canisters? No, the containers are the batteries. She would just oh. set. They would just set stuff on okay. the teleportation circle. No, it's not like a bank thing. But it could be. Yeah, we could put a mouse in a box. Why well, could like we could put the mouse in a container so that Aaron could reach in and grab it without any yes. chance of it running away? You were away. just asking me the potential issues with right, the right, right, right. Okay. All right. 
Because I brought a so, hamster home in a box once, and it couldn't are, get out on its own. All right, so if those are the two issues, then we know one of those issues we can solve. The, the, the running away thing we can definitely solve and make not a problem for our test, at the very least. And if we can keep Aaron in control of all of her mental faculties when she transforms, then that's not a problem either because there's a teleportation circle on the ground. So if she goes into the pocket dimension, then she just has to go to the teleportation circle. With the rest of my advantage, is that logic sound? The logic is sound, yes. The logic okay. is logic. So the problem we have to overcome is air. Build a little oxygen tank with a mask. Throw it, throw Tasha in there. Yeah, get okay, her so elemental. Some sort of... you had a box with a bunch of runes on it to summon elementals. I hate you. <laughs> hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Okay. Uh, Tell me that Aris right. wouldn't let hey, jump to that conclusion. It gets it out. It gets it out of all those apartment. Not saying teleport the box. Just you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got it. I got. I can solve that problem. <laughs> okay. I can solve that problem. What, what book? What tome are you consulting? The the one that comes. All my artifice comes from. Okay. There's an there's an effect called immunity. As a maneuver, your character can deplete this effect to protect themselves and their allies within medium range from a single environmental hazard of your choice. So, if we send Aaron something that she can activate in order to, for a short duration, immunize herself against an environmental danger, she could theoretically, assuming we overcome all the other things, run to the teleportation circle without having to worry about the void state of the... Essentially, we're building a magical, like, EVA suit for her. for a mouse version of her. Or a small version of her, which is my preference. Okay, so the two things... All right, so... All right, so here's... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. right, I can work this out. Hmm. There's two problems we have to solve, and one of them is not much of a problem. Okay. There's no direction inside a pocket dimension. But if somehow there's a teleportation circle on the ground, as it were, then that's not a problem because Erin can walk to it. She'll see it and she can get to it. Because if she can reach her hand in there and reach it, then it can't be very far in. So the two things that I have to accomplish is we have to make Erin of a size that she can go into the pocket dimension. And I have to design something that will keep her from dying while she runs to the teleportation circle. Where does she, Where do the things come out in your office. <coughs> We've seen that. It's like a safe, right? Yeah, there's a safe behind okay. my desk. So if she's small, she'll st- come out in a safe place, and then we yes. just get her out of there before... All right. So that's we my also scheme. need to confirm that the teleportation itself doesn't harm a living creature, which is still also the... Uh, Why would it? That was what your check was about, like, right. the, the no, magic I, they I, did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean... All right. So I think... We just need to put a mouse in a little box and try and send it through. Yeah, I think so. Air thing. I've got to solve the air thing first. Okay. Okay. So I need to build this thing first and activate it on a mouse. Okay. Before trying to do this, why don't we figure out whether I can even shrink someone? Because if I can't make her small enough to get through, then... The rest of this is moot. Doesn't matter. And we need to go with some other plan. Yes. And then what about her disappearance? If it does work... Yeah, that's the other thing. Are we trying to replace her with someone or not? We need to figure out. Can we? Oh can gosh. we ask hey, Cold Reynard? Yes. Reynard. Hey, Reynard. The brother you like is now in charge of your really good at skullduggery yes. house. 
What would they charge to kidnap Vigo? Well, they're a little, they're a little busy at the moment. Well, they probably need to take a job to make it say that business as usual is still going on, even though yes, there's been I, a shakeup. And I, I did say I would see him later today as well, so I, I could ask. Okay, so find out if your brother was, explain not too much, but the ways in which Vigo is a problem and that it's connected to the whole Theroni mess because mm. Ignacio and how they Ignacio. and how Vigo tried to so somehow us. maybe yes and so maybe Vigo is somehow tied up in all this mess by which our Theroni somehow killed your or father maybe Vigo did on the same <laughs> no we don't want that because then we'll just kill Vigo and we don't that's too much nope <laughs> that's, that's too much that's over revenge but on the same day that Vigo gets out, your father just happens to turn up dead. Coincidence? But in reality, I think yes. not. No, not. We very much were. Coincidence, we think not, but we know it is. So, so. right, but it's important right. that your brother not think it is. Unless you're planning to tell your brother the truth? Is that an option? Is, uh, are you thinking about you know, Would you do that? I, I was thinking about doing it. But let's see if this works out. Well, whether, whether or not you're willing to... Well, okay, either way. Vigo is connected to yes. House Ferrani in some way, and your brother does not like House Ferrani, mm -hmm. even prior to your father being killed. So, would they be willing to take a job by which they kidnap Vigo for us? As then, we could shrink a little tied-up Vigo and send him through, and then Aaron shrinks, goes to the teleportation and just leaves Vigo in a box. In yes, but would Aaron do that? As Vigo is, Frack, I keep forgetting. All right, we've got to keep in mind that she likes yeah. him. Hey, I don't think I don't hey Tarv. Think hey Tarv. Yeah. yeah, been here. I time. said not to tell him. Well, we, it's too late <laughs> because we're apparently very forgetful about where we are. Some of us. Well, to be fair, we've really just been having small conversations with other people in the room. This can get confusing. Yes. So, Tarvel. Would Vigo going to the Dreadhold be a deal breaker for Aaron? Or you? Not, not for me. Uh, Being as he is such a talk. Come, come on, man! Quit while you're ahead. We've been. I mean, I've I've been talking to Aaron about about him. It it's not a problem for me. I'll I'll talk to her and see if I can. Uh, Look, I don't see how it, this. If ends. she's surprised by it, she certainly won't go for it. Like I can tell you that much. If okay. she opens that and a Vigo pops out, she's gonna be very upset. Hey, if we put a bag over his head and told her not to take the bag off the head of the person that we're sending through, would she go for that? We'll tell no. her you had no idea. No. Okay. Let me talk. Well, just, I mean, i got to say this because I don't see how this concludes. If he stays out, I don't see how yeah. this concludes with both us and him alive. That's fair. So him going to the Dreadhold... And maybe being very, you know, apparently there's a sort of comfortable part of the Dreadhold, you know, whatever. But he can go there or we can kill him before he kills us because that's what he's going to try to do. Yeah. Save that so, for like the last bit of negotiation. No, I right. think pitching it as for his safety is probably the best approach to take. So. And look, once she's back and ahead of the Boromar clan, she can like maybe grease some wheels and get him transferred to the nice cozy part of the Grothold. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. But the we're not question. still 
Go ahead. But will we still not have the problem if she is out that she will be missed and questions will be asked? No, that Koldor said that as long as somebody's in and somebody's out, no one will ask any questions because it will be embarrassing to ask those questions. Right. Because then they'll have to ask that they'll have to answer questions about how a yes, how it happened. It, right. Yeah. I mean the the next thing to think about is once Aaron is out, what then? Because you still have Alira to deal with. I assume Aaron will tell us how she plans to take over the Boromar clan, oh, and yes, then but will Alira help. won't go down without a fight. Well, once she's no longer in charge of the Boromar clan, maybe she'll have a little less fight in her. What I'm saying right now is Alira is in charge of the Boromar clan. Right. And she's been installing people this whole time who are loyal to Alira Boromar, not Boromar. Yes. So there's so going to be a fight for the clan. Yes. It's not like Aaron's going to be able to show up and be like, it's me and Alira's going to step down right. is the concern of what I'm expressing. Yep. And I mm-hmm. agree. That's going to be a problem. That's going to be a thing I don't that think happens. It's one we, I don't think it's one we can pre-solve. Yeah, we might just see how things shake out with who's on what side. Also, Aaron will have supporters. I don't know how to plan a gang war, so I'm going to leave that to other people. I'm going to do the magic stuff. I'll make things. Aaron, do you want me to come, to your, come see your brother with you and help with that negotiating? Do you feel okay about this? Uh, yeah, you can. I don't know what else you might, what other conversations you might be a part of. Do you want me to, or do you want to go by yourself? Or well, all of us, I don't know. Do you want to go deal with that by yourself, or do you want backup? Let's just look back at my track record, shall we? I have done one thing successfully on my own, and that thing has now caused me a large problem. So you would like us to come with you in case it's a trap? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah, great. We'll be there. Wonderful. When is that? Thank you. Now? Okay. Okay, so, Tarvel, you're going to talk to Alira and see if you can square away this thing with Vigo. Going to talk to Uh, her. Definitely not Alira. Don't talk to Alira. Yeah. Can't square away this thing with Vigo with her. That's not possible. You're going to talk to Aaron. Yeah. We're going to talk to... Well, we're going to back up Reynard while he talks to Alistair, and then I'm going to see if I can invent a way to shrink somebody while also fixing my arm and building... Wolfen a new hand. And also, Easy peasy. Tarvel, is it is it a delicate situation, of course, but I was just trying to think if there was a way to... I mean, surely there are people in the clan opposed to Alira. Yeah. And I... Yes, I just... I'm just trying to figure out if it's possible some way to garner more support if they thought there was... Uh, who's that lady? Who's that lady? Who's that lady? The one who's not... Oh, not yeah, yeah. Say what? Lady Briar. Yes. Lady Briar. The one that didn't like of the Milo at first. Lady Briar. Grum's boss. Yeah, Grum's old boss. No, Grum's new boss. Yes. Yeah. And that cool Warforged. Right. Well, uh, so... Yeah, I wrestled Hutch, a long time. Hutch, who you're thinking of, he's second in command of the goals. The goals have gotten pretty well entrenched with Alira. You might be able to get Hutch as an individual on side. But the Delvers, Lady Briar's team, still very much not Alira loyalists. So there needs to be a secret meeting of all the anti-Alira Boromar people. The yes. resistance! Obviously, the Peer Lads are not on Alira's side. You all worked with Lissa um, 
head of the Ravens when her shifter folk were getting murdered. So yeah. she'd probably have some affinity for you. Um, that was probably Vigo's fault too. But sure, I would say as it stands, the Peer Lads were locked in with you all. The Delvers, Grum obviously has a strong connection. That would be an easier. The Ravens, kind of a coin toss, but I would say the Goals and the Black Lamps are firmly Alira's territory at this point. Okay. Okay. You might be able to get Hutch as an individual out, but other than that. Can you sound out those people and find out whether they'd be willing to come to a meeting and not ambush us? I will send out some feelers insofar as I can without arousing suspicion. That would be good. Yes, and if we could find some way to, you know, if all goes according to plan and Aaron is out, if we could certainly try to find some way to thwart Alira without a total clan war would be most beneficial. Not sure how that can happen, but... Yeah, I mean, just preemptive surgical strike on Alira herself. Aaron steps up, stabilizes things. You'd have those that are diehard loyal to Alira rise up, but that's going to be far fewer than it being a Boromar civil war, as it were. Yes. Do we get the sense Alira has been planning for her ascension? No, this was totally... No, when it initially happened with Vigo out of the picture, it seemed like Alira... Alira is fueled by rage for the death of her father. She had no desire to take over the clan. She feels like she needs to now so that she can exact vengeance upon those that have wronged her family. Okay. Yeah, I'll send out feelers if you all have any allies outside of the clan that might be helpful in... Well, there's the King of Sean. The who? Uh, I made really good friends huh. with this wiring of kobolds. You've okay. heard of him? The king of Shard? Not. That's why I said who. He's, he's an insane kobold. Lives in a box. He thinks he's the king of Sean. I, d- does that help? Can that help? I'm not sure how helpful this person could be, but I think if you're you right. have faith in them, then... All right, yeah. You Look, go do your... Find your loyalists. Your yeah. We're among them. And he fumbles in his pocket again and pulls out another coin and flips it to Milo. Okay. I'm going to make you something. I, mean, I can make so you don't have to keep. That's, I, make that's one, I can make one at a time. Like, it's not like I can. Okay. I guess if it doesn't take any energy. Yeah. Watch. And he snaps his finger and the coin that Milo just caught turns into seawater. And then he reaches his pocket and pulls out. And his <laughs> sleeves wet again. Yeah. Milo, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Damn. Half of the course. It's kind of a funny prank tool. Just leave you one know? sitting around. Wait yeah. For can you make them gold? Because that'd be hilarious. I need to find some more joyful uses of these powers. But yeah. Okay. Right, so Fearlin, right? That's our next stop somehow. It would appear that way. All right, Okay. see y'all later. And Darvel turns and walks away. And we'll call the episode there. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can head over to our Discord, link to which you can find on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I also have a Facebook page, Facebook, a YouTube page, youtube.com slash Pantheon tabletop RPG videos with me. Now, Philip, go. Uh, there's another YouTube channel called Laughing Tree, where I run an actual play set in Stormreach using 5th edition rules. I'm the GM. Eric is a player. And it's, you know, I think it's, it's okay. It's good. <laughs> we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Geek Pantheon. If you want to financially support the shows, you can do so over there. Or you can buy some merch at thegeekpantheon.com. I've been your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time.